Welcome, and thank you for listening to the podcast of North Etowah Baptist Church. Visit us online at northetowah.org. Rather than church being a place where people far from God are met with shame, guilt, and condemnation, we believe Jesus leads us to be a family that extends His grace, mercy, and forgiveness to everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's service. Turn with me to Romans 15. Romans 15, um, and get ready. Uh, there, I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk here in a minute. So you just be thinking, if God lays something on your heart, because I believe He's going to. In Romans 15, chapter 15, I should say, verse number 5, I want us to talk about being the family of God tonight. And tonight I think it has been wonderful to be the family of God with you. I came close, and we might still do it, I don't know. I came close to uh, hollering out just a second ago, Jason, let's get the men up here and let's have a men's chorus or uh, chorale, and then we let you ladies try to top us. Now, you ladies sing higher than we do, so you probably, that's the reason we got to start with the men, because we sing low and down in the basement sometimes. So we might do that, I don't know. Jason, is there two good songs we could do that with? You be think think about two good think about a good song for the men, and then just throw the ladies out there and let them do something. Okay, we'll try that that way. We'll try it. But anyway, here in Romans 15 and verse number five, would you look at that word with me? God's word says here, Romans 15 verse five, may the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus. Now, verse 6, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And verse 7, therefore welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. Pray with me. Oh God, how great you are. You are amazing, and Lord, thank you for letting us be here together right now in this room to praise you and worship you as the family of God here at this wonderful church that you established. And Lord, I thank you for letting us just worship you and have a good time singing hymns of old and new uh, to just praise you, God, and it's all about you, and let it always be about you. And let us always worship you. And let what we do and say and worship and singing and praising, let it bring honor and glory to you. And let everything be about you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, we're talking about being a family. Did you know that there are two ways to get into a family? What are those two ways? Name one. You've got to get this one. Tell me two ways to get into a family. Born. All right. You can be born into a family. What's another way to be in a family? Adopted. And anybody else have a third way? Married. Well, I didn't think of that one. But you're correct. You can be married into a family. Marriage supper of the Lamb. But here we go. You, got, you can be born into a family. You can be adopted into a family. And I'm just going to let you add it. You can be married into a family. But you can be born into a family. Do you know that God does both? God does both. You are born into the family of God and you are adopted into the family of God. How do you get born into the family of God? Well, we say it in Baptist circles, we can be born again. 
How can I be born again? Can I enter my mother's womb again? No. You must be, give your heart and soul to Jesus, and then you're born again. You can be born again. And how can you be adopted? Well, you can be adopted because God says he adopts you. Now, God does both. You can be born again. You can be adopted into his family. Did you know that in Roman law, I bet Jim Gregory knew this, in Roman law in New Testament times, if you are born into the family, you can be disowned. Your family could disown you. But if you're adopted into the family, they can say they can't do anything. They cannot they cannot disown you if you are adopted in the family. That's Roman law back in New Testament times. You can never disown somebody if you had adopted them. But if they're born into your family, you could disown them, somebody you birthed. I don't know how that works, but that was the Roman law. God says that you are not only born again, you're not only born into his family, but he adopted you. He could never disown you, friend, no matter what you do. You know, I, I know I look at my life and I think, my goodness, he has not disowned me yet. And you know what? He said, I adopted you so I could never disown you. And yet I want you to know something else, friends. As the family of God, the Bible tells us that neither height nor depth nor principality nor power nor nothing can separate you from the love of God. I just get excited thinking about that. That there is nothing big enough or great enough or strong enough to pull me away from God. That's exciting stuff. And God by his own design has made it to where he is never going to let you go. When he got a hold of you, he got every bit of you and he's never going to let go of you. That is something amazing that God did for you and for me. So we're part of the family of God. It is exciting. Look around at you, brothers and your sisters. And the, the committed ones are right here with you right now. Look around you and notice that the family of God has gathered here right now this evening. Once you're born, you can't be unborn, can you? Yeah, that's, what, that's what was asked of God. Can I get back in my mother's womb? No. Once you are born, you cannot be unborn. Now, some of you may have children that have brought grief to you. Some of you might have been the child that brought grief to your parents. You can bring grief to your earthly parents and, you know, honestly, you can bring grief to your heavenly Father, God Almighty. We bring grief to Him, but we cannot be unborn. Can you let that sink in just a second? Is that exciting or what? We cannot be unborn to God Almighty. We bring grief to Him, I'm sure, daily. But He loves us so much that He made it where we could not be unborn. Now, with your family... I'm sure fellowship can be broken and it might have been broken. It probably has been broken. It might be broken right now. Fellowship can be broken. But no matter what your parents say, everybody knows you're still your mama's kid. You still you, you, you know who your daddy is. They, you are still your parents' child no matter what you have done or will do. 
or what your kids done. You, your kids might have brought grief to you, but they are still your children. In the same way, once you become a Christian, once me and you, once we are born into the family of God, once you become a child in the family of God, you are in. You done got in. You are in the club. You are in. That's exciting stuff. I want you to know something else. You know this, but I'm just repeating stuff you already know. The church is not something you go to. The church is what you belong to. Isn't that something else exciting? Too often we have gotten this building, these walls, as the church. But the church is not something that you go to. The church is something that you belong to. We are the family of God. We can meet in a cow pasture or in a, 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 a big stadium or we can meet in a, this church, in this building. I, I just called it the church myself. We can, beat, we can meet anywhere. We're still the church. We are the family of God. I want you to think of something else. Christianity is not a belief system. Christianity is a belong system. Christianity is not a belief system. It's a belong system. We are part of the body of Christ. That is exciting. Now with all of that being said, let's read this again. In Romans 15, verse 5. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus. That together you may with one voice Glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. Church, that's exciting. Now, I want you to talk to me just a second. What are the benefits of belonging to the family of God? What's the benefits of us belonging to this family together? Can somebody tell me what a benefit of us being a part of the family of God is? Heaven. What else? Eternal life. Exactly. What else? What's a benefit? Come on. Spiritual support. Yeah. What's a benefit of us being a part of the family of God? Fellowship. Encouragement. Never being alone. What else? Love. That is evidence of us being a part of the family of God. Being a, being in a family, family atmosphere. Is that what you mean, Ron? Yeah. What 
What's evidence now? Help me, help me here now. What evidence is in your life that you belong to the family of God? Can we talk about that a second? What evidence is in your life that you belong to the family of God? Support. <laughs> yeah. Service. Prayer warriors. What else? You see, the family of God is not just here. It's everywhere. So you said service and support and prayer warriors. Wasn't that what we were talking about a while ago, speaking of other churches and other congregations? We are all in this together. Well, somebody else, what else? What evidence is out there? Forgiveness. Not forsaking the meeting together. Do what you say? Growing in Christ, yes. Wow. Brothers and sisters. Does that mean we never get, a, get aggravated at each other, Ron? No. Brothers and sisters squabble, don't they? But we, together, God of endurance and encouragement, grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you <laughs> for the glory of God. What evidence? Is there more evidence? What else? Joy. Mm. Studying the scriptures together. What other evidence do you have? Don't you love it? Laughing together. Yes. Strength for the battle. Did you know we're in a war? <laughs> we got a bunch of battles, don't we? But we're in a war with the evil one. We need each other. <laughs> we accept one another without compromising the message. Let's continue. How are you using your spiritual gifts, or how are you using your gifts to bless your spiritual family? We're a part of the spiritual family. How are you using your gifts? How, what's going on? How are you using your gifts to bless the spiritual family? Okay. Eddie is the encourager of North Etowah. Amen. <laughs> Eddie Randolph? Do what? She said she's going to back up on that one. 
And now we are to the laughter part. <laughs> Eddie Scarborough. Do y'all notice almost every Sunday, if you have not noticed it, please notice it. He, she's correct. He is the greatest encourager that we have. One of the greatest. He comes by here and it's on. Today I had moved back because I'd sit up here, you know, different places. And so when the choir let, come down, I moved back a pew because Haley was coming. And that's just what we've been doing. Well, then I noticed I was in the, with where the youth were coming, so I moved back another pew. And I just thought, well, I keep, so I'm moving back. I'm back three pews now. Eddie came, and he, I was usually sitting up here, and he's looking, looking, and he finally found me. He went, you know, it's just like his encouraging sign to, to, to us. So thank you. Yes, he, what an encourage. He's using that. God uses that, doesn't he? Amen. What other ways? And, you know, I, I guess I should say, don't feel like it's not that you're bragging on yourself because that's why, like Linda just said, I don't want to say mine. I'm going to say with, but no, I, I'm saying, what what other ways are we able to use our spiritual gifts to edify and encourage and upbuild the family of God? Tell me some more. Singing his praises. Yes. Praying for each other. Teaching. Feeding and sheltering. Supporting everything the church does. He said as a whole, we use our gifts. Such as the hand can't be a foot and the foot can't be an eye. But each one of us as a whole, we are the body of Christ. Each one of us plays a role. <laughs> I'm about to do, you put your left foot in, you put your left foot out, <laughs> and you shake it all about. No, we won't do that. But you see, he's exactly right. We are all together build the body. All things work together. Amen. Praying for one another. And when, when there's a pain in the family, you pray for that area. Yeah. You know, you don't realize you got a big toe till you stump it, do you? And when you stump it, you pray. Other than the other way, like the evil one would want you to go. <laughs> But you're exactly right. Praying for each other. Visiting. I'll pick on somebody. Let's see, see if we all see if everybody's on the same page. Who's the best visitor we got in this church? 
whoa, <laughs> blow my ears back. Amen. Nobody could appreciate that man more than myself. Rule Watson, I appreciate you, brother. What I mean, he, he is an amazing uh, gentleman that God has given him the gift of visitation. Man, good job, buddy. He can talk, too, yeah. <laughs> but really, thank you. See, see how God works. Seriously. That was just an example. We're not going to go through every person, but every person has got a role. I am just excited to see how the family of God works together. Faith is the most important principle in our church, in our, in, in, in our, in our work, in, in the gospel. And faith has played such an important role in our lives. How has faith played a role in your life? Tell me something real quick. I'm going to try not to hold you too long. But how, how has faith played a role in your life? Made it a whole lot. Faith just makes life easier, doesn't it? Just bottom line. What did you say, Bob? Salvation. Salvation. Amen. Faith is just plays a role. How does faith play a role? Yes, salvation. But how does faith play a role? Yes, it makes life easier. How can anybody tell me specifically, testify, and tell me some way that faith has made life better, easier, encouraging? What, what has faith done for you in your walk? How has faith played a role in your life? Faith led you to Christ. Amen. What somebody, who else was it? Whew. I was able to see through faith my son saved and baptized when I was told that he would never uh, walk or talk right. Amen. That's a God thing, church. What's faith done for you? Amen. Gives you peace in grief. When you grieve, you find a peace that you didn't know you ever had. That's the reason God's word says we do not grieve as the world grieves. Because we grieve with hope of the knowledge of knowing that we have eternal life through Jesus Christ. And we all have been there in some form or fashion at some point or another. What has faith done for you? How has faith played a role in your life? What a simple way to put it. When things come up and you know there's nothing in the world you can do about it and you just know God's got my back. God's got it. Yep. Amen. Why do you think the Lord wants us to have faith? Why do you think he wants us to have faith? Fellowship. 
peace. Puts our, yeah, puts our trust where it needs to be. How can we increase our faith? Pray, definitely, for sure. How can we increase our faith? Read the Bible, for sure. What else can we do to increase our faith? Remember how he has guided us in the past. And if he took care of us in the past, he's going to take care of us in the future. <laughs> Amen. No doubt. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear that? We have to take steps of faith for our faith to grow. That's, oh my, that's, that's something big. We have to take steps of faith for our faith to grow. I mean, I believe I can make a message on that one now. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Now you know where I get my good sermons. <laughs> no, not really. That, that's, that's good. That's deep. You know, that just hit me. I don't know why, why that one resonating right now. Not because it's my wife or anything, and I had to make up for that sucking thumb earlier statement. <laughs> but seriously, um, that is true. For some reason, that's just resonating with me that I've got to have, you know, when we become a Christian, I'm going to get up here so I can walk. And, and you know, we, have, we become a Christian and you take that step of faith to know, yeah. And then you have thing, events in life that happen and you've got to take that other step and another step. You know those great, okay, just everybody think about some great Christian. Maybe. Today we, we, we talked about losing the great Billy Graham. I believe Billy Graham was possibly, this is my opinion, uh, we've heard it also said, but I believe Billy Graham was probably the greatest evangelical um, missionary that we've had, preacher, that we've had since the Apostle Paul. That's just my opinion. Uh, you know, I just believe we've lived and to see this great man. He's not great. No, again, you heard on that video this morning, he doesn't want the praise. But he wants Jesus Christ to be praised. And I believe that he, we got to witness somebody in our, in our lifetime, a great evangelical preacher of the gospel. And that was Billy Graham. But, but you know, Billy Graham, I'm just going to use him as an example. He took that step of faith. And if you've seen the movie Billy, we might watch that together sometime. You've seen the movie Billy about his life. Um, you will see that he struggled in the, in the early days. He struggled. Uh, and just like you and me. But I believe he took that step of faith and took a step of faith. And, and before long, you think about some of the Christians you've known even here at our church. And before long, you start to see them, and they're, they're in stride. And before long, they pick up steam, and they take off, and they're running. <laughs> and, you know, and me back here in my faith, sometimes I feel like I'm still just taking these tiptoes of faith. And every now and then I go backwards. Ron, you're exactly right, sir. You've got to take that first step. You're exactly right. And don't we all have to take... Don't you know we do that? Doggone it. We do all that, but then we take that backwards step, and sometimes we end up we're doing this. 
all the time. Now, we're still in the family of God like we talked about earlier, but we're still doing those backward steps. Man, this is good. I don't want to quit, but I, want, I do want to do something before we quit and before we leave. Hey, men, come up here. All you men, come up here. We're going we're gonna to show these ladies. We're gonna... You've been listening to the services at North Etowah Baptist Church. If you made a decision for Christ today, head over to northetowah.org slash contact. Fill out the form and someone from our staff will be quick to contact you. Not to mention, we'd love to worship with you. All worship times and other activities can be found on our website. Thanks again for listening and may God bless you.